subject to this in Ace Attorney Fancast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Pi. I'm Michelle. I'm Griff. And welcome back today to do 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 uh not a recap episode. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's too much stuff we gotta talk about. We got other stuff to talk about, so we're gonna talk about that stuff and we'll come back to recaps later. Uh not this episode, different episode. Anyway. So on the bright I mean on the bright side that means there's no spoilers, Stephanie. No spoilers for this episode. No spoilers. No spoilers. We're just gonna talk about stuff. We're gonna rap about things like the news. The news. Are you ready for the news? Give me the news. I I know you'll never. Stephanie, if you had to guess the news, and the news can't be there's no news, if you had to guess the news, what do you think the news would be? The 20th anniversary has more stuff for us? Surprisingly, no, but I guess technically you could say, yeah, but. Uh, but let's think about in the, in the grand scheme of the almost 10 years we've been doing this show, what's the most common thing that is news? Besides merch Japan has that we don't? Yeah. Why is this question so hard? I don't know. What else do we talk about? It's okay, because it's the Ace Attorney franchise is on sale in the Nintendo eShop. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, but. Yes. But this includes the Ace uh, Gag. Gag is also on sale. So you can get yourself Ace Attorney 1, 2, and 3. You can get yourself Gag. You can get yourself this on the Switch or on the 3DS. Or you can get those other games whose names I forgot because of the other piece of news. Are you ready for the other piece of news? Yeah, I'm ready for that other piece of news. Um, Nintendo is closing the eShop for the Wii and the 3DS. I'm sure you heard about this. Did hear about this, yes. Yes. So you're thinking, Michelle, why is this Ace Attorney news? Yeah, Michelle, why is this Ace Attorney news? Well, if you recall, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, and then there's Justice for All, and then there's Trials and Tribulations, and then... That's it. Then the static sets in, right? And then there's, uh, Gak, right? Yeah, but I, I could have sworn there were things in the middle here. Yeah, so uh, I know you know that Apollo Justice Ace Attorney was released on physical because it was cursed to ever be stolen. Correct. Okay, but can you think about those other two and whether there were physical releases for them? I I honestly thought Spirit of Justice had a physical release, but not Dual Destinies. But am I wrong? I don't remember first. I think actually, I think they both didn't. But let me do a quick little, do a quick little jujel. Well, when I I want you to know my Google when you, my Google recommends here is I've written did A's Attorney Spirit of Justice and then I, you know because I'm gonna say have a physical release and it auto filled with happen. <laughs> <laughs> did A's did A's Attorney Spirit of Justice happen? I wish it hadn't. In some ways, in some ways, I'm okay that it did. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think so, because there's a Reddit thread from 2016 that was like, so Spirit of Justice will be releasing in a few days. My question is if there's going to be a physical release ever. And that's all there is? Yeah, dude, I think Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice only ever came out digitally. Well, that's fucking, uh... That's At least a- in the West. I'm going to say in the West, because I don't know if there's Japanese physical copies. And I, it is correct. Uh, uh, Dual Destinies was only av- available as a, a download. Right. Um, 
and I think as in a court record thread I just found said that the all of the 3DS games that released in the West except for PL versus AA um, did not get physical releases. So I know you, I know you and I, Stephanie, probably had the same reaction to the eShop is shutting down, which is like, heh, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm never going to buy anything on the eShop for the Wii and the 3DS ever again. But, dear listeners, if you would like to get Spirit of Justice and Dual Destinies for the 3DS, you need to go purchase it now because there is a point in the future where you never will be able to. And good news, it's also on sale right now. Where did I play Spirit of Justice? I think probably on my 3DS. I had Dual Destinies myself. Right, but because I was in law school at the time, but I, did I let you borrow my 3DS for it? For Spirit? Are we still living together? Yeah. Yeah, then I used yours, and I think I just played the case after you played the case. Yeah. Um, but, Michelle, I think you'll be surprised to know, I, Stephanie... Bought a physical copy of Professor Layton vs. Phoenix Wright when I heard about this eShop news because that game now retails for sixty to a hundred dollars, and what? your homegirl Girl. got it for sixteen. Good job. But I also have it in physical, and and I'm, it's over here next to me. I'm very proud to have that game physically <laughs> because Tony was going to play it, and he pulled. He tried to pull up an emulator on his phone, and after 45 minutes of fucking with that where it didn't work, I just went and dug it out of a cardboard box <laughs> in the other room. Yes, it is. This this is the one game where it's like, yeah, I ordered a, I ordered a copy physically because it's the one available to me. But I, uh, I have a couple du- copy of Dual Destinies. I feel like I have to buy a copy of Spirit of Justice, and I don't want to. I know you don't want to, but, and I mean to be fair, they're not closing it down for a year. But you can't add funds after this month. Correct. So you should, I think, I think you can stop adding funds in May. Um, but yeah, you can't add funds. You have to add funds for a few months and then the shop will shut down after a year. And then you can still re-download shit that you previously purchased, but you cannot make new purchases. Good news, though, is that for some god-awful reason, these games are available on mobile. On phone. All of them? Uh, at least Spirit of Justice and Dual Destinies. I, I, Apollo Justice didn't exist, Stephanie. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. I'm sorry, I heard a bunch of static. Who? Uh, uh, yeah. We can play, the, we can play the, the Capcom game all we want, but yes, correct. There was at least a physical Apollo Justice, uh, so at least you can somehow find it. I did look up all the Professor Layden games, uh, they are all a billion dollars in physical right now as well. Yeah, so so right now is kind of the the hot season for getting it physically. Maybe not the best deals to be had. But you can get uh, Dual Destinies at the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. So, I mean, it, all hope is not lost. And I think Spirit of Justice as well. So all hope is not lost if you do not get it. But, like... Man, there's a lot of discourse to be had here about, like, is it okay that we are going full digital if, like, literally less than 10 years after a game releases, they're fully cutting off access to it on its native platform? Yes, and a friend of the podcast, Kevin, was commenting on games that are eShop Nintendo 3DS exclusives that will ne- that never existed and will never exist in any other format. 
uh, and they were telling us which games they were. They're not games I had heard of, nor had desired to play, so I have let that information fade from my memory. But, that being said, there is a lot of people in my Tumblr social circles telling me how to jailbreak my 3DS. Uh, there are ways, yeah. I mean, like, um, you can't necessarily stop people from getting around the system. But here's my problem, is that as, as I just explained with the PL versus AA emulator port, right? Some of the, the problem with the DS and the 3DS, which is an oft-reported problem to us with people who tried to emulate Apollo Justice, is some of the emulator copies are a little bit jank sometimes. Right, they're not and, perfect. And don't work sometimes. Another good example is us playing Investigations 2 on stream. Uh, it, the, the emulator could not handle the music so like you're not not to be a purist here but like there is a possibility that your experience of it will not be as as good as it would be in the native you know you are correct yes and so like that's kind of like the the problem we all we all have now it's like oh yeah like fuck capcom to steal everything we know that that's not a perfect solution and then right. I can't read Japanese, so I'm not going to buy a Japanese version of this physical release, Spirit of Justice, a game I didn't love, right? Right. Because that's a, that's a thing that I'm seeing plentiful of. So it is, uh, it is hard. It is, it is a bad feel. It is. It is. And I didn't even think that we were going to have to talk about it until the other day when I was like, fuck. <laughs> Actually, this directly impacts our fandom. Yeah, and like, it, it, and it's weird for me. I'm just like, well, it's gonna be gone forever, so I might as well buy it, even though I didn't enjoy it, <laughs> just in case. Which just is, to have it, which is a weird feel, right? Right. Like I haven't turned on my 3ds in probably two years. Not shows you my hashtag gamer life, but like, but I did the same thing. I charged it for the first time because somebody had brought up wanting to replay an old game. And I actually was like, oh, well, my 3DS is like, doesn't have, and then as I was charging and booting it up, uh, this person was like, hey, like, actually, I wanted the the original Game Boy Advance port. And I was like, well, actually, I sell my DS Lite. It's broken, but it still works. And I actually bought a charger for my DS Lite. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so I could charge it because I couldn't find one. It was like two bucks. But you I, should have told me because I got twenty million of those later on. Maybe that's why. Maybe maybe you you took you got mine. I I've, I kidnapped all of your chargers. <laughs> like I said, it was two bucks. So I wasn't mad about it. But my my DS light was so dead. I had to turn. When I turned it on finally. It did not recognize that I had owned it previously. I had to re-register everything in it. Wow. Okay. So if I had any, and I was like, did I have any save data here? And I had forgot all the save data goes onto the cartridges for those games. Yeah, old Nintendo, classic Nintendo. A classic Nintendo. I was like, oh my god, I lost all my save data. I don't even know what I played on my DS Lite. And then I was like, oh, wait, 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 they're all on the games. Whatever games those were. I couldn't even tell you what games I played on that console. <laughs> well, I can guarantee you played Apollo Justice. <laughs> well, I can guarantee I played Apollo Justice on a different console because it's no longer with us. <laughs> That's true. Uh, hashtag our problems. Anyway... <laughs> So, yeah, I'm probably going to go buy a copy of Spirit of Justice. 
Well, get it while it's on sale. What's, how much is it on sale for? I don't know. I could buy a used Japanese copy for uh, $19 on eBay. <laughs> but then you won't be able to read it. Nope. Uh, Which I suppose if you're buying it just because it's going to go away, then a, then a Japanese copy is functionally the same, but more of a... In, more interesting. $29? For $29.99 American dollars. For Spirit of Justice? That's what it says on here on the Nintendo Nintendo.com slash store slash product slash Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Spirit of Justice 3DS. It's a strong arm robbery. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so they have I'm just reading I scrolled down. So the big picture on the 3DS page when you're on t- on uh uh on the actual browser, like you're not in any sort of game or whatever or system. You, it's like the big shot of the Karine courtroom and then you scroll down and they've got like a tiny picture of the full body Phoenix in his brand new like light blue vest, right? And I just read the first line of the description, but I didn't get, get all the way to the end. Here we go. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Spirit of Justice sees Phoenix in a brand new location, colon, a courtroom. And that's where I started laughing. <laughs> A courtroom situated in the kingdom of Karain, origin of the Karain channeling technique, where mystery, mysterious seance trials decide the fate of all defendants. Yeah, okay, okay. A courtroom. A courtroom. Never, uh, very funny. Never seen that before. The release date was 2016. Like, this game is not that old. I mean, it's old, but it's not that old. Right. I mean, it's eight years old, I guess. Yeah, but it's not quite ten. <laughs> But it's not quite 10. That's, I mean, it's not quite 10 and it's about to be gone forever unless you want to play it on your Apple product. Right. And I am actually a little surprised that Ace Attorney isn't trying to also repackage those two games as an additional set, right? Like they're doing, if they, they have GAC, they have the trilogy. I'm surprised they're not trying to bundle these two. Even though they know sales won't be great, I'm surprised they're still not trying to sell it to us on the Switch. It is an that is a good question. Um, I wonder why. And I know porting porting games is not easy. It's not that difficult, from what I can understand, of how many games get ported to the Switch. Well, it's definitely not as hard as a full remaster, right? Um, and this is not a full remaster. I just wonder maybe if they're not doing it because they don't want to acknowledge the Apollo Justice stepchild. <laughs> I think that, I mean, honestly, I think you might be onto something. Because if you think about it, they have the the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and they have Gag, which is a different era. But porting just Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice would make everyone mad because you've left out game number four of six. Mm-hmm. So by definition, they would have to port Apollo Justice also, which is, it's going to be harder to port a DS than a 3DS game. Yeah. So so maybe going through all the trouble of having to port Apollo Justice in addition to Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice, they're just like, this isn't worth it. Because they would have to clean up the sprites for Apollo Justice and stuff. Apollo Justice would need some heavy lifting. I, I agree. That that game, like, like the emulators choke on that uh, guitar serenade cutscene, right? Is I think that's the one it chokes on. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure... I'm sure during porting, that would be a, a choking problem for that team also. Right. And that, and they can't just... Because Nintendo likes to do that thing where they 
send legal cease and desists to all the emulators and then they just steal the emulation and sell it. They can't do that for Apollo Justice because the emulator port chokes so hard on that. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Man. It's pretty fucked, but that's a controversial issue, and I don't have all the facts involved to prove or disprove that statement, so if anyone would like to start a discourse about that, I'm happy to make this into a, hey, Nintendo, what the fuck podcast, but... The future um, but of the, to But this. at the same time, it's like a, hey, Nintendo, what the fuck podcast has to then become a, hey, hey Microsoft and Sony, what the fuck? Because <laughs> they, they're busy uh, becoming monopolies, but that's not the point. The point is... Uh, go, if you have any interest in Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice, go pr- purchase them on the eShop. Yeah. Or on the phone. Or the or the telephones. Yeah. Um, but that's it on that news, I assume. That is it on that news. There's sort of fandom news, which is the other thing I would like to talk about today. I'd love to talk about that. Whatever okay. it is. Um, great. So there is a Tumblr user called Beauregard. So Beauregard, B-Y-O-O-R-E-G-A-R-D dot Tumblr dot com. Maybe it's Boyoregard. I need to decide how I'm pronouncing this because we're probably going to say their name a lot. Um, Well, I like Beauregard hearing it better. So let's just stick with that. And we bastardize names all the time. So Beauregard, if you're out there, uh, please uh, please email us at objectthispodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on Tumblr because... I kind of would like to talk to you about this interesting thing you're doing. So Beauregard has had a couple weeks ago published uh, basically a Google survey of fandom questions uh, and wanted it disseminated as widely as possible. And they ended up getting about a thousand and seven responses to this survey. Nice. So they then undertook to making some charts of the data from the survey and I was very excited. So far, only two charts are out. So hopefully they um, begin. Hopefully they begin making more charts because I'm very interested. But uh, there, and it's only been like a week. But the first two charts are about the data from the survey. Is one is favorite cases and one of one is favorite characters. Uh, so uh, I wanted to talk to, to you about them. I'm clicking the link provided. So, let's talk about favorite characters, because I feel like there will be less insight there than in favorite cases. So, first, favorite characters. Um, I will say, actually, I I saw on favorite cases the word bridge, and I thought it was favorite character, and I was like, people's favorite character really is the the, the bridge on fire. From the- <laughs> it's the bridge! <laughs> I was... My favorite character is the bridge on fire. Um, <laughs> it was like, oh, I see. The, you provided me jokes. No, this is... I can't read. That's what that was. Okay, favorite characters. Jokes. <laughs> um, so, of course, the first one, and the biggest slice of the pie here is Miles Edgeworth. Miles Edgeworth is most people's favorite character. But who is in <laughs> second place here, Stephanie? Well, it's Polly. Apollo Justice is in second place. Apollo Justice, from this 1,007 primarily probably Tumblr users who filled out this survey, uh, it, like Apollo Justice better than Phoenix Wright. And let's just go down the line real quick, just because I think it's interesting. Inter- Clavier Gavin, who we do spend a lot of time talking about, right? 
uh, followed by Franzi, followed by Maya, then Trucy, then Emma, and then... I do want to, I want to pause you for a second, because for people who are not able to see, like, we're going to put the links in the, in the description, I'm sure, but... The, the chart, unfortunately, doesn't provide actual numbers, which I wish that they had, but let's start with, so more than half of this pie chart is taken up by Edgeworth, Apollo, Phoenix, and Clavier. I just want that, for the record, that's more than half, and when we enter into Franziska is where we start to enter, like, the less than half of the pie chart part. Yeah, we're in, like, and then where we 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 go to Franzi, Maya, Trucy, and Emma, and now we're entering like very thin slivers. Yes. So now keep going. So so Miles, Apollo, Phoenix, Clavier, Francisca, Maya, Trucy, Emma. Those are all like the big chunkers. Everyone else is very small, but within the small section, I would just like to briefly say it's Kazuma Sogi is like a, up there. Kazuma Sogi is next in line after Emma Sky, but before Simon Blackwell. That's right, yes. And bef- and then Ryunosuke and then Godot, but I think we have learned over time that Godot um, doesn't a- fo- age well, and B no, yeah. is not, we don't hold the same opinion as a lot of people in the fandom do about him. But then after him is Herlock Schlomes. <laughs> Herlock Schlomes is, is high on this list. I can't believe that Herlock has beaten quite a few of the people who are lower on this list. I but, agree. Cause including, <laughs> but not limited to, the next one, Sebastian DeBess, because everyone seems to love Sebastian. The next one, Athena, and the next one, Mia Fey. I can't believe that Cosmo Sogi and Herlock Shoves have beaten Mia Fey. I cannot, yeah, because I love Kay Faraday, who's next on that line, and I understand that she's just a small sliver of her people. People don't care about her. Then Susato, Baron Von Zeeks, Nayuda somehow beats Pearl. People like Nate. We knew that people like Nayuda. I just, I still. And then Simon Keys, and then uh, from Investigations 2, uh, and then Pearl Fay, and then Miscellaneous. Uh, has, and Miscellaneous is not a small chunk. Miscellaneous is a pretty big chunk. It's a pretty big chunk. It's probably equivalent, I would say, to Maya. Yeah, and I think that that is indicative because, like, people. If you remember the, like, heyday right after Dual Destinies came out. All the goddamn fan art of Clay Terran. Like, I'm sure that <laughs> some of this miscellaneous is Clay Terran, which I don't know why people love so much, but that's, you know, to each their own. It, fine. Love love dead NASA boy all you want, but, like, whatever. Right. And, like, all, you know, people who Jake Marshall probably is still their favorite character is in there kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm sure people have other niche, like, some people probably really love, um, uh, 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 what's her dang name? The assistant, the, the, At Jesus the, Christ. I thought you were going to say Aura Blackwell because I know there's people who really love her, but who are you There saying? are people who like her. I'm talking about, she appears twice. She's in the Madden Guard case. She was the assistant. Um, Lisa Basil. No. Um, no. Uh, A- Adrian Andrews. Yes, Adrian Andrews. Yeah, so all those people are probably peppered in. Okay, so I I mostly am so fascinated in this bottom half. It might be off by a couple of numbers. Like I said, you said we don't have numbers here, but the fact that Kazuma Sogi ranks so highly here makes me so mad. I it it also makes me mad too. And we were talking about this last night between Kevin and June and I, and and uh, the answer from so Kevin is of course beaten all of Get both Chronicles. And June has not played any gag. And and June's response was, well, probably because Asogi is 
is cool. And I was like, well, we know from our episode called Is This So Gay? Is Cosmo cool? <laughs> that Cosmo <laughs> is actually maybe not cool. However, I think this, imp- that, that one, either a lot of people really like Asogi, or two, there are things that we will find out about him that we have not found out about him yet. Possibly. Um, I will I will hold that judgment, I guess, till we get there. Um, you know that I think Simon Blackwell is a big weeb, but I like him, so like... I, I mean, he's a big weeb, and he's also a cool guy in a way, in a, <laughs> a cool nerd in a way that would a lot of people like him. Yes. You know, like a lot of people's favorite character would be the cool nerd with a bird who buys them alcohol. Yeah, so I don't think like his placement is bad, except for the Asogi bit. Uh, I'm glad he beats out Ryonosuke Naruhodo, but I understand people like Ryonosuke. Ryonosuke is is Simon, but less cool. Just nerd. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, like, going down, like, yes, I, uh, Sebastian DeBest makes sense. Investigations 2 is not uh, everyone in the fandom has played, obviously. It's an access question. Athena being where she is is so telling to the franchise. <laughs> On yeah. the excess success of her character design. And, like, not just her physical design, I mean, like, her whole character. Well, also, like, her potential. Right. Which has been yet unrealized. And then I think everyone else is like, yeah, we all, like, everyone likes Mia, but, like, also, she's been in, like, I don't know how else to say that she's been dead for so long. Like, people have moved on to have new favorite characters. She has. I know. And I mean, like, I didn't put me as my favorite. What can I say? When I took, I took the quiz and I put Trucy because she is my favorite. So. And so, uh, now I, I just, I love, I just like the nuance of the second half. So let's go back to the first half between Miles and Emma Sky. Uh, I think though, and I think I do this a lot. So it might be telling of other people this way. But whenever I enter a franchise, I almost never say the main character is my favorite character. Even if I like that character. So in this case, Phoenix Wright being, like, the main character. Like, I like Phoenix Wright. Like, I like his character. I like his decisions. I think he's funny. You know, I just struggle with him. I kept playing Ace Attorney because I liked being Phoenix in a way. Uh, But usually you never say, like, yes, he's my favorite when you have this this many cast members. I'm picking somebody else I've interacted with because Phoenix is your in-character, right? Right. So I feel like when you play Phoenix right, like, you're like, oh, but I am Phoenix. I like him enough to play him. And, you know, whatever. But Apollo Justice, you play as Apollo, but it's weird because Phoenix Wright still... Well, he's not the main character, but he's the main intrigue. He, I, I would, yeah, I no, I would say he is, he's the protagonist, right? Like, that game is still about Phoenix. Right. And interestingly, Dual Destinies is about Apollo. Uh, yes. But, you know, we all know how that goes. But Yeah, so I, I'm not surprised that Phoenix ranks lower, but I'm surprised that Apollo has ranked so high. I find it very interesting. But I also, I mean, for, for also for the, the non-visual people, Phoenix and Apollo's sliver of this pie together equal Edgeworth's, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. how, the second place and the third place added together equal Edgeworth's slice of the pie. The the Edgeworth has swept this competition. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me in the least. Uh, nor do I would ever say, if I had voted, Miles was my favorite. I think Miles is a great character. 
but he is not I think my he's favorite. a great character, and he's really well written most of the time. I And, you know, that's great, but he's not my favorite. But in addition, though, Clavier Gavin, who ranks fourth in this, is still from the game Apollo Justice, and he's only really, I mean, he is in Spirit of Justice, no, Dual Destinies. He's in Dual Destinies for a hot second, but it's really just a hot second. Yeah. And he's not being him, you know, he doesn't get to be sad. Like, he's just there kind of for a second. So, Claver's rankings based purely off a game that clearly people really, really liked. Yeah. It's so interesting to me. It's interesting because it's such a different... It sort of is not different, but sort of is different than what I expected. And it's certainly, I think, different than what Capcom thinks. I also don't know what I would have voted on this. Um, and I will have you know, you had to you had to write in. Like I think this one had some bubbles to select, but for the most part, you're writing in who you who your favorite was. Wow. Um. So anyway, let's move to favorite cases. All right, let's move to favorite cases. I spoiled this a little bit, but there's a bigger slice of this pie than even Miles Edwards' popularity. I would say easily one quarter of the pie here. I think it's a little more than a quarter. Yeah. Um, and it's bridge to the turnabout. And that makes sense. Like, I can't stress enough that, of course it, of course it's bridge to the turnabout. That case, like, swan dived off of a successful trilogy and closed it out perfectly, right? Right. And then the second one is turnabout goodbyes, which is the last case in the first game. Um, or the Edgeworth case. The original last case. 1-4. The Manfred Edgeworth case. Mm Mm-hmm. The next one is Farewell My Turnabout, which is 2-4, um, the, the Mad on Guard case, the last case in, in Justice for All. And that makes sense. We've done more than, more than two-thirds of the pie here with those three, and it makes sense to me. Yes, I 100% agree. It makes a lot of sense. Um, and then the next biggest slice is much smaller. It's Turnabout Succession, which is the last case in Apollo Justice. The jury case, jury system. Then, um, Rise from the Ashes Ah. is the next one, which is the Emma case, the sort of add-on case, the last case of one with Gant. And that one was like a full case, like that one's a big chonkster, so it makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's where my vote would probably still lie, um, but I might just have a lot of nostalgia for that case, I don't know. I think it's a really well done case. They wrote it after the events of three, like they, because there was, uh, when they ported from Game Boy Advance to DS. Right. Um, you got to do fun DS things. Uh, and they knew they had to give you the entire rise and fall of a full game in one case. Which I think they did really well with Rise from the Ashes. Yeah. And I I liked that they put it at the end of the first game. I don't know. It just... I, I enjoyed that one a lot. So I think that's probably where my vote would have gone on this one. But uh, I, I have no arguments with... The last case of three, one, two, and four all being the hard hitters for people. Yeah, um, I voted. I voted for Bridge of the Turnabout here. I'm not proud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, it, it, there's plenty of argument for it. I'm not mad. Okay. Well, the next biggest slice is term, Turnabout Trump, which is the first case in the in the Apollo Justice game where Phoenix is your defendant. It's a hard. Um, I mean, it's a very shocking case. So I understand right. that. And after that, we become very small slivers. So then it is Turnabout Memories, which is the first case in Trials and Tribulations, the one where you play as Mia, Mia's rookie case. Mm-hmm. 
The next one is Turnabout Storyteller, which we haven't played yet to mind. No, we did. That one's in Spirit of Justice. What? I don't know what the Hang on. case number is. Four. <laughs> is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the Soba case, baby. That's the one with the... <laughs> That's the the one with the buckwheat and the they're all like that's the sofa case yeah the Rakugo case yeah 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 baby that one that one's the next favorite case turnabout storyteller <laughs> I find this wild I I have to assume it's everyone thirsty for that pink hair clown lady because this case was my least favorite case in that game. Um, but also, if you look back up at the graph, Michelle, that little purple sliver is much smaller than, like, the gray sliver later on. Yeah, I don't know why it's done like that. So, maybe it's a fluke? I don't know. I don't know why it's here. It makes me angry that it is here, though. <laughs> I agree. It looks too small to be at this ranking. I wonder if the slivers are out of order here, or, like, the bottom is out of order. Maybe. Uh, there might I don't be something know. off on this one. I don't know. Uh but the next one is uh, The Adventure of the Unspeakable Story, which is the final case in DGS1, which we haven't played yet, so we won't talk about it. Uh, the next one is, uh, the I forgot what this one's called, but it's the final case in, it says Grand, and then it says AAI2 Case 5. So it's the, the um, last case in Investigations 2, which is a good one. It's, it's a, a good, good case. I just... yeah. I just wanted different things out of that case. Yeah. Um, the next one is in, called Inherited. I don't know the full name again. And this one is Investigations 2, the third case, which is... The flip-flop of Gregory Edgeworth and Miles Edgeworth, I think, is that which case. I, I thought was not super well-paced, but... I agree. It is a, but people like... I the, the elements of it are good. You you learn because you get that Gregory Edgeworth bit. You get you get a lot of stuff out of that case. So I guess if you're forgiving of the pacing and you're tinted by nostalgia, yeah, I could see how that could stick out in your head as a favorite case. Yeah, and then after that, it's Turnabout Revolution, which is in Spirit of Justice final case. That one is a with Garon. Yeah, that one's got That's some stakes. Got a lot, yeah, got a lot of bite. Uh, and then the one after that is, I, I don't know if this is redacted by the person who made the, the quiz or the, or the poll or is redact, it's actually redacted in the game, but it is the, it's, um, DGS2 case three. So the third case from the second Ace Attorney Chronicles game. We haven't played that yet, so. Um, then it is DGS2 Case 5 Resolve. Uh, that one's not redacted. So then 3-2 um, turn like 3-2 uh, is the stolen turnabout and it is the mask to mask case. Ah, okay. Then turnabout tomorrow, which is the last case of dual destinies. Right. And then it's another DGS2 case, case four in DGS2, Twisted Karma is what it says. Then uh, the Steel Samurai case, one, three. Then Investigations one, case four, Turnabout Reminiscence or whatever it's called, Reminiscence. Then four, two, um, which is Apollo Justice case two, which would be the Waki Kitaki case. 
and then a miscellaneous after that. And I would say the miscellaneous chunk is is bigger than like I would say like the last six. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense because so, we're getting it, we're getting granular at this point. Probably a number right. of votes, which is yeah. So thoughts. Um, in terms of aside from the ones we've said already, yeah, the ones that we said already, like we said, makes sense. In terms of like everything else, it's interesting how many cases of investigations there are, and there are some investigations and greatest attorney chronicles, but we haven't played them yet, so we have no input on that. And I'm wondering if it's one of two reasons. One, because they're actually that good and noteworthy. And hey, maybe we'll have a change in opinion on how we feel so far on the games. Two, it's the most recent game that these people have played and it's in their heads. And they're like, yeah, I actually really enjoyed that case. Because it's what they can remember. It's an interesting question. Yeah, if it is um, if it is recency bias or not. Uh, because there is quite a lot of them in the second half investigations being in the second half also doesn't surprise me because people hold investigations in such high regard. I enjoy investigation games. I think they are very good. But I also don't know if I'd rank them here in my favorites. Well, I do think that Investigations 2 as a game is is one of the best in the series. I agree. Yeah. I Yeah, but from a from a perspective cuz a couple we get to a point with some of the games where pacing and the weaker cases bring them down, right? Mm-hmm. Even I've, I've, I've historically, and I hold by the fact that I think Justice for All is the first game that is got this problem, where the other cases in Justice for All are weaker and don't do very well in my memory, and I didn't enjoy them as much. And anytime I tried to do a replay of the whole series, Justice for All is where I like lag out and then basically just kind of skip to the last case and skip to trials and tribulations. So there are, even in the OG trilogy, there are, like, games brought down by those pacing problems and that struggle. And Investigations 2 has its own pacing problems, uh, in, in my opinion, but it is still overall, I'd say, better than most of the cases in Justice for All, right? Yeah. So, I, I... I don't know. It's, I can see why Investigations 2 is here. I don't know about 1, but I can see why Investigations 2 is here. I cannot see... I, I can't see why... I mean, we haven't finished GAC, so I guess I reserve judgment. I Before I put my foot in my mouth, I reserve judgment. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I am. I'm like, I can't, I can't say... We can't say if it's confirmation bias or, or you know, not confirmation bias, but, you know, like recent recent played bias or not. I am surprised, like you said, the Soba case is on here for anybody as their favorite case. Right. I have a lot of, look, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of thoughts about that. Mostly that it was terrible, but it, it should have been the... It was silly and whimsical, and it should have been, like, the first case of Spirit of Justice and not, like, the penultimate case of Spirit of Justice. But I've been I've been through that millions of times. Right. We had a lot of problems with Spirit of Justice in the order of cases. And, you know, if they were saying, like, I, I don't hate the Soba case, but I understand the Soba case also has terrible problems. And that's why it doesn't deserve to be up here. Right. Um, so anyway, you're all wrong. Everyone who filled out the survey and said the Soma case was their favorite case, you are wrong. 
I'm joking. Anyway. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking uh, about how, like, mem- I'm interested. It's not a huge slice, but the fact that Mia's rookie case makes this favorite case thing here, but Mia's a favorite character ranks so low in the characters, I find very interesting. Isn't that interesting? I thought that was, uh, I thought that was very meaningful. But that kind of gets into what why we we're talking about with Edgeworth, which is that, like, I like Edgeworth. I think he is well written. And I enjoy experiencing the world through his eyes sometimes, mostly mocking him for, you know. <laughs> but, he, you know, he's not my favorite. And I think it's probably the same thing, which is, like, the Mia case is really well written. It's a really good intro to Dahlia. It's, like, really well done. But... It's people enjoyed being Mia, but it's not necessarily, like you said about Phoenix, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily making her a favorite character. Yeah. And especially because Mia is, when you are not playing as Mia, they like to put her in booby booby McBooberson situations, which I think could detract from people's enjoyment of Mia as a character. Uh, yeah, that's fair. And Mia's not necessarily always super helpful when she's, you're, you know being channeled and you're try- being like, I can't find the thing to press in this argument or present. What? And she's like, just look through the case file, Phoenix. And you're like, thanks, Mia. You didn't find her helpful when she said, turn the receipt <laughs> over. <laughs> mm, thanks, Mia. <laughs> I, By the way, don't you dare name this episode Booby Booby McBoobers. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> um, But I did, so... To re- like, uh, final thoughts on this because the the watching Boo Regard work through this data has also introduced me to a new potential fandom situation that I would like to talk about. Oh, and what's that? So I'll just read I'll just read this post by them in its entirety because I think it it, it this is what had me go like wait what the fuck there's whole there's a whole brand of drama I've been missing. Remember that this survey was filled out by, like, a, over a thousand people. Mm-hmm. So Beauregard said, There is a substantial amount of people on my form, the Google form, making marking dual destinies as their least favorite game despite not having played it, and or telling me that they're never gonna play dual destinies because they've heard bad things about it. And they say, and listen, I'm begging you to give dual destinies a chance. Like, whether or not it's a good game is up to you. I think it is the very, at very least, much better than most people give it credit for. But I can say with confidence that regardless of whether it is a good game, it is a game that is thoroughly enjoyable to play. Like, so far in my playing, the worst case has never gotten close to the worst case in the trilogy by a long shot. I don't know where I'm going with this, but if you're like, man, I'm sad I won't play Dual Destinies because it sounds bad to you, you should play it. What the fuck? There's a whole there's a whole fandom discourse about dual destinies being so bad people don't play it. I'm trying so I'm trying to go back because it has been a long a minute since we've t- we've talked or played dual destinies really. And I think we walked away from dual destinies feel like it was an Ace Attorney game, but we had we were disappointed because it didn't answer anything about Apollo Justice. It uh reverted Phoenix back to his base state. And no character development. And the cases were pretty eh. Yeah, but I don't think that we... I don't think that we would have ever said that nobody should play it. And I I remember the the Phantom was a controversial twist. 
at the time. Some people enjoyed the Phantom Twist, and some people did not enjoy the Phantom Twist. Uh, but I don't... I... I, I, for one, thought it was fine, but I thought it could have been done better. And that's not, you know, that's how I live my entire life, basically, is that. But, um, I, I, and I remember being disappointed at the time, but maybe the recency bias of, like, Spirit of Justice really just fucked me up with how disappointed I was from that. And that made me think of, of Dual Destiny's better being fine (laughs) basically like that it was fine because at least like athena got to do stuff yeah (laughs) i i think if someone asked me stephanie if i you know if i'm gonna play as attorney i'd say play the og play apollo justice no you'll never get closure from that dual destinies is fine investigations one and two are like are solid games you know like i feel like that's what i would recommend i'd say like if you don't get the spirit of justice don't it's okay Right, like, at that point is where I'm starting to tell people, like, you know, if you don't have time, you're fine. Right, it is definitely... It's Spirit of Justice I cut the, I would, I would cut the tie on. Dual Death, and I think you're right, it's this hindsight of, like, oh my god. But I do feel like there were a lot of people who were, like, this Dual Destinies, like, it's not gonna be the OG trilogy. Not gonna waste my time. I think there was a lot, basically, because you're coming back to Phoenix, and we all pretend that Apollo Justice didn't happen. So I do think, like, I'm not surprised there are a lot of people who refuse to play Dual Destinies, but I'm surprised there's a lot of people who won't play Dual Destinies and then answer a poll about it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, imagine, imagine being so immersed in the fandom that you are able to locate a Tumblr poll that only ran for, like, a week or so. And fill it out, but you also refuse to play Dual Destinies. Follow up, imagine refusing to play Dual Destinies, but playing Spirit of Justice and Gak. I could see Gak because it's its own thing. It's kind of, It tried to rebrand itself so you could just start over kind of thing, right? Because you're playing Grandpappy. But right. I could never in a million years fathom play, skipping Dual Destinies to play Spirit of Justice. Right. And I, like, it's just interesting. Um, talking to June and Kevin last night about it, June is a, a hardcore Dual Destinies de- defender and thinks that Dual Destinies is one of the best games. So we should probably have June on and talk about that. But um, I I started, after this, I tried to do a little investigating to see if I could find some Dual Destinies discourse. And I found an extremely long post that I wasn't able to read all of. But basically it was somebody being like, the Dark Age of the Law subplot, which is generous. I wouldn't call it a subplot. Sub but the, the, dark, the Dark Age of the Law was bullshit because corruption has always been a theme of the games, right? Yeah. Well, the Dark Age of the Law, I mean, fundamentally, what I think it was mishandled as well. But I didn't think that the entire premise of it was bullshit because what the Dark Age of the Law was, was the general public in Ace Attorney losing confidence in the system. The corruption has always been there, but we've been on the inside of it, right? We've been Phoenix in a courtroom seeing the corruption. And the Dark Age of the Law is the general public finally seeing the corruption. I agree, yeah. I I didn't feel like, yeah, How, I didn't feel like yeah. it was a waste. I just felt like it was underutilized. Yeah, however, they didn't stick the landing, right? Like, they could have 
done it good, but they didn't. It's not that the entire premise is flawed, in my opinion. But anyway, I mean, I guess the reason I want to bring this up is because, hey, everybody listening, if you know what's going on with the Dual Destinies discourse, please, 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 please email us. If you hate Dual Destinies, please email us at objectivespodcast.gmail.com and tell us what the fuck is going on. There were problems. I almost want to go back to our episodes and re-listen to what we said about Dual Destinies, but I honestly, I'm sorry, everyone, I don't have time. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what I kind of said. If we do have June on to talk about Dual Destinies, I will go back and listen to it. Um, because the, and I was trying to remember all the cases from, from Dual Destinies, That's the right? big problem is I can't even remember all the cases from Dual Destinies. Which we, we kind of went through them last night, which is, um... I forgot the intro case, even 24 hours after talking about what it was, but I forgot the intro case. But then there's um, the re- pro-wrestling town case, Japanese Japanese town, Townsville, where uh, fake Apollo's dad lived, if you remember. Right. Um, and then there was Themis, uh, which, you know, Themis Academy with Aristotle Means. And then it's Space Case 1 and Space Case 2. Uh, intro Case is the whole bomb thing about with Junie. Oh, yeah. I We did this last night, too, where I was like, I don't remember the intro case. And they're like, oh, the bomb. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I remember it. But, like, it just escapes my mind every time. Yeah, the bombed out courtroom. And then the, uh, the wrestlers. wrestlers. And then Themis. And then Space Case 1, Space Case 2. Space Case 1 being Space Larry and Space Case 2 being the Phantom. Right. Oh, and then the whale case is the bonus case. It's like, why do I remember the aquarium so so strongly? We uh, did that recently. The whale case is not, is is paid DLC. Correct. And so I am not going to consider the whale case to be part of Dual Destinies. The whale case is paid DLC. That's fine. I just like, I was trying to remember why did I think of the aquarium. I, yeah. But, but while I was looking through the Dual Destinies tag on Tumblr to figure out what the discourse was, I did see somebody being like, I knew this would happen, but I'm cross-examining a fucking whale. You didn't have to do that. You did that to yourself. You At no point did you have to cross-examine a whale. That was paid DLC. I believe I did pay. I paid for the DLC. I paid for the whale, and I don't necessarily yeah. regret it. I just, once again, regret that it was in, you know, the resolution is disappointing Um, well we were we were spoiled because we just talked about how much everyone loves rise from the ashes the emma case and that's what we were expecting from a paid dlc is like a case that was treated with the tender love and care that rise from the ashes was right Uh. yeah so looking back though at the cases like they're not I would say, like, every case in here is not a slam dunk, but they I They I yeah. They got problems, but so do I. Yeah, and you I Yeah, I think I think I would probably rank Dual Destinies higher than I'd rank... Mm, that's hard to say, because I, I just shit on Je- and Justice for All a lot, but uh, the Mad on Guard case is really good, and that's yes. what makes up for... Most of Justice and for All. I was thinking about this at some point in the last year. That, like, the Matt Ongard case 
is like a twist that was so earned and like really shocked me. And that like really like I don't know elevates the entire like that case elevates the entire bit. We also meet Shirley the Killer in that case, so like yeah, we get a lot of good stuff out of that whole case. National treasure, Shelley the Killer. <laughs> <laughs> I won't hear otherwise. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just find it very, very interesting. And uh, I would love to hear somebody's thought. I'm going to keep maybe continue to investigate. But, like, I would love to hear thoughts on, like, why the fuck everybody hates Dual Destinies. Yeah. And I guess, you know, your opinions on this quiz. Did you take this quiz? Do you know this quiz? Beauregard, are you out there? Do you want to be on the podcast? Please reach out to us. <laughs> Do you want to share your data? I would love to talk about your data. Um, but it, that's, that's, uh, and I knew that this would take up the whole episode, which is why we didn't do a recap this time, because this was all too interesting. And I want to hear your guys' thoughts and, you know, what your rankings would be if you had to rank things. Um, you know, this is uh, obviously not a... A, a poll I am going to formally cast out, but you know, it's all interesting. And I do want to know, um, like we said, our email is object to this podcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Tumblr, object to this dot Uh, thanks Michelle for the music at Manfred von Carmel's at the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do good. Thanks. Dark shadow H two off the YouTubes for the use of our theme song. Hey pal, a detective gumshoe remix. Uh, thanks to pod being that our home where we live uh in our house with the roof on top made of beans and uh thank you to apple Podcasts and spotify and stitcher where you can find us and rate and review us and tell people that you're very interested in charts 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 <laughs> um yeah please any information we are going to keep playing um Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, but you know, we love to stop and talk because we got nothing but time before another Ace Attorney game will ever come out. So it's ne it's never coming out. So we you know, you're in here for the long haul with us and you're trapped here with us forever on the boat. It's sinking. Yeah. Goodbye. We love you. <laughs> Rearranging deck chairs on the dual destinies as it sinks into the sea. So in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. <laughs> and that was object to this, so why don't you object to that?